0: Hey, light angles. today is February 14th. My name is Jack, and welcome to your daily episode of The Light Angle. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'll be spending the next 5 to 15 minutes talking about some stuff going on in the world and incorporating scripture into it. Before we get into today's topic, just a quick reminder, please be sure to leave a five-star review, rate, like, subscribe, and whatever else you can do for us on the platform you're using to listen to our show. Here on The Light Angle, we try not to focus on the left or right angles, but rather try to find the light angle. We want to spread the good news of our King of Kings, Jesus Christ, and use that knowledge to better deal with the negativity we find ourselves living in day to day. Your five-star review and sharing of this show with others helps us to better spread the light angle and the Word of God. All right, y'all. So uh, today I was you know, looking for some news to talk to y'all about, and uh, well, it's all trash. Um, you know, Nobody really wants to hear about the impending doom falling upon the Ukraine and Russia invading them, which for some reason we've known about for months now and no one's done anything or anything. And it's, everyone's still saying it's going to happen, but it's not going to ha- I don't know. I don't know. And worse, I don't know, uh, or understand why we are making such a big deal out of a country that is not part of NATO. And I, there's this, Yeah, So we're not going to talk about that. And uh, no one really cares about the Super Bowl because the Packers weren't in it. So um, so yeah, so there's no news going on in the world. So I thought I would come up uh, or talk about something else. Uh, Talk about the Word of God. So there's a great article I read recently uh, from Jada Campbell, who is a mother of three sons, a grandmother of three grandkids, a former pastor's wife, author, educator, a mentor, and a world-traveling missionary. Uh, She graduated from Rima Bible College college in supportive ministries and Tennessee Tech University in education. She taught middle school math for 13 years, and now she mentors at-risk students in middle school. Uh, so she wrote this article. It's on crosswalk.com. And uh, the title is, What Can We Learn from Esther? And uh, I think this is, I thought this was pretty interesting. So I wanted to share it with you all. So let me get into it. She writes, The Book of Esther is tells the story of a young maiden who was brought into the royal palace and made queen of a nation. The king needed a new queen, and he decreed that all beautiful virgins be brought to the palace and shown to him so that he may choose a new wife. Esther was caught up in this net of beautiful women without any control of her own, and in her meekness, humility, and beauty, she found favor right away with the head eunuch, who treated her with a special menu and preparations and assigned her specially chosen maidens to assist her in winning the king's favor. This is a historical narrative, and it is a wonderful example of God making a plan before we know we need a plan. God saw what was going to happen for the Jewish people at the hands of a political advisor of this king, and God arranged things so that Esther would be in a place of influence that would ultimately save the people of God. What an extraordinary story and an extraordinary young lady who found herself in a position of influence whom God could use to change the destiny of a people. Let's see what we can learn from Esther. Esther was an orphan adopted by her cousin Mordecai after the death of her parents. This part of her heritage is very similar to our own. Ephesians 1.5 and the NLT says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. His plan to send his son to earth, live as a mortal man, and die and be resurrected for us gave us the opportunity to receive Jesus as our Savior. He took our place on the cross so that we could have fellowship with our Heavenly Father to be a part of his family. The minute we are born again, we join this royal family of God, the royal kingdom of God. We become part of the family. And with that, we inherit all the benefits of this royal kingdom. We may not have expected to be a part of a royal family, just like Esther. But once we become a member, our first step would be to learn as much as we can about this family, its benefits, and our responsibilities. We would then begin to understand our position in the royal family and those benefits, and we would allow it to affect us and our lives. It says in Romans eighteen verse seventeen, the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if then if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Here it is in a nutshell for us to break down, meditate on, and digest it to become a part of who we are, when we can truly appreciate that we are his children, his spirit, and our spirit connecting. And then to understand that not only are we heirs of God, but joint heirs with Christ, we can walk in the boldness of a prince or princess in the royal kingdom of God. We have inherited the life of Christ. Jesus chose to come to earth to share his inheritance with us. And he expects us to pick up that inheritance and walk in divine health, favor of God and man, prosperity, goodness, integrity, and everything else that comes with the inheritance of God. If you're familiar with Grace Kelly, a famous movie star who made 11 films in the 50s, you would know that she was the epitome of beauty and grace. I don't know that. I don't know who she is. But anyway, it goes on to say she abandoned Hollywood to marry Rainier III, Prince of Monaco. She became the serene highness, Princess Grace of Monaco, and she lived up to the fairy tale of a commoner who became royalty. I recently, I recently watched the movie Grace and Monaco and found that, like Esther, she had to change her concept of what she believed to be the fairy tale of royalty to the reality of living as a royal. She found that she had to put some real work into it to do what was expected of royalty, not only in behavior and protocols, but also in her responsibilities to the kingdom of which she was immediately a leader and role model. First Peter two nine in the New King James Version says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. As followers of Jesus, we must understand the responsibility of walking in his marvelous light before others so that others may see the dark in the the world. Psalm 119 says that the word is a light unto our path. The word is what we are to live our lives by, making decisions by love. Uh, to move through life by. We are not to make decisions according to what the world deems acceptable. We are to follow what the word says we are to do, how we are to think, to live according to his will and purpose. With the stat- status of being royal and having the benefits and rights of the royal family of God, there is some work to be done to live up to what is expected of, of us uh, children of the living God. We should not be concerned about what is expected by people of, or the world but what is expected by our heavenly father and to live up to the honor he has bestowed on us when he gave his best, his son, Jesus Christ, to take our place on the cross for our sins. Knowing without a doubt who we are in the royal kingdom of God and being able to walk confidently in that role gives us the ability to walk in the light to dispel the darkness in the world, not only to bring light into our small part of the world, but to bring light to all those around us. Proverbs 31.25 says in the NLT, she is clothed with strength and dignity and she laughs without fear of the future. When was the last time you freely laughed without fear when thinking of your future, the future of your children, your future as you get older, your financial future? To be able to freely laugh without fear of the unknown, to be able to look ahead without knowing the future and staring it in the face without reservations, but with strength and dignity, takes a man or woman who knows... Who they are and who, yeah, and knows who they are, sorry. Oh, we have a God who has our back, who goes before us with purpose, who's by our side in all situations, who speaks to us in a still small voice, who thunders when necessary, and who cradles us in his fatherly arms when we need him to. Do you know him that way? Do you look to him when you have questions? Do you seek his, his advice before others? Do you have that father-daughter, father-son relationship that carries you through the tough times because he's waiting for you to turn his way, to listen to his voice, to spend time with him? Esther is a perfect example of living fearlessly in strength and dignity. She ended up the queen under circumstances out of her control, and she could have easily remained in the comfort of her beautiful and luxurious living quarters for the rest of her life. Her cousin Mordecai had initially advised her not to tell of her Jewish heritage when she went to the palace. And she did keep this to herself. When the plot to annihilate the Jews by Haman, a close advisor of the king, was found out, she could have said nothing. She could have stayed out of it, and she could have had no conflict and lived a pampered life. But confronted with the reality of what would happen if she did not take the risk of speaking to the king, she rallied herself with strength and dignity and approached the king, which could have led to death, to appeal to him regarding the fate of her people. Mordecai said to her in Esther 4.14, Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Could God have had this in the plan a long time ago so that she would be in the position to influence a king? Could the God of the universe have placed you in a position to make a difference in your sphere? Is it possible that God has a plan for you to spread his gospel in whatever situation you find yourself in? Esther ultimately answered in verse 16, And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Such strength and dignity. She found favor with her king and he did the right thing to protect the Jews from annihilation. Her strength and dignity in the face of the insurmountable obstacle shows us that there is something we can do to make a difference. It may be hard. It may be difficult, but God gives us the strength and dignity to do what he has called us to do. He would never ask us to do something that we were not capable of accomplishing. He gives us the grace, the talent, the gifts, the creativity, the boldness to step out and do which is expected of us. There is a certain freedom that you must be aware of to be able to laugh without fear for the future. Freedom to walk as a prince or princess of the royal kingdom of God comes with the responsibility of loving God and loving others. Being able to live fearlessly and laughing without fear of the future is a part of living out our lives as a fearless royal. So that's it. Thought it was pretty good. You know, we need, uh, huh, this day, these days with everything going on in the world and everything we're surrounded by and the way conversations go, we need, uh, we need a different focus. We need to look forward to something. And, uh, we start by doing that by placing our faith in God and our savior, Jesus Christ. But we also do it by giving our savior that fear getting it off of our shoulders. Just get rid of it. You don't need it. It's not taking you anywhere you want to go, and it's only keeping you from what your purpose is supposed to be. All right, y'all pray with me. Father God, thank you for your word, which gives us hope, confidence, and courage, but above all, tells us who you are and our purpose in living in your will. I pray you would give us a desire to dig into your word every day. Help us to understand your word and give us the ability to share it with others every way possible. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that's it for today's episode of The Light Angle. But remember, we each have a purpose that's much greater than making a few extra dollars, feeding a temptation, or getting the last word in on a social media post. It all starts with two simple things. Loving our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. Hope always starts with a little light.